0: For over 40 years, Ermi has been an industry leader in educating and informing insurance and risk management professionals. This podcast explores current subjects in the insurance industry. Find out more about our podcast at ERMI.com.
1: Hi, I'm Donna Wright, Product Manager at Ermi, and I am thrilled to have joining me today at the 2019 CPCU Annual Meeting in New Orleans, Louisiana. Jill McCook, friend and CPCU Society President. Also joining us is Betsy Brewer, the fourth woman to serve as CPCU Society President, Cindy Barroway, the fifth woman to serve as CPCU Society President, and Sharon Coaches, who will serve as our eighth woman to lead the CPCU Society. I am feeling empowered just sitting with you all today. (laughs) Welcome ladies. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Jill, you're entering the last quarter of your presidency. How is that?
2: Well, gosh, it's been a fantastic year. Um, Started off the year, the theme of my year is the power of one. So I've been very passionate um, about growing our membership through all five generations that are active with the CPCU Society telling everyone bring a friend with you to the meeting because we also know membership is very important. So if everyone brought one person, which is not a monumental task, we would double the size of the room and potentially double our membership. So I have been paying forward that message throughout the entire year and happy to say that people are starting to mentor, help others along and they are um, embracing the power of one. So it has been a fantastic year. And I'm wondering if you should copyright that, because
1: I'm starting to hear now the power of one. Honestly, in Houston, in Dallas, you know, Jill has really spread this word, so, so that's pretty awesome. Pretty cool. Thank well, you. We, I mean, we definitely appreciate you and your work to make it a better society. Being president is, no joke, (laughs) the incredible amount of time and effort all of you presidents put in is just truly amazing. And I personally just want to say thank you on behalf of all of us. We're super proud here at Ernie to have with us Millie Workman, who was the third woman to serve as CPCU society president out of 70 presidents. And, you know, just as with so many areas in life, we stand on the shoulders of the women that came before us. So, the Anita Burks, the Marsha Egan's, the Millie Workmans, and so on and so on. I mean, they cleared the path for others to follow. Jill, did you feel in any way more challenged
2: or accepted as a woman president? Actually I think we're in a time of where changes just every day, every minute. Um, I actually feel more empowered being the 75th president of the CPCU Society because I think we have an amazing support group and these two past presidents along with the other women have all reached out saying, do you need help? What can I help you with? How can I mentor you through this year? Do you have any questions for me? Um, they all reached out to me when I was, um, elected president and said, if you need anything, I'm here for you. So I think that goes back to, it takes a village, and I took advantage of that village because they're amazing women.
1: That is an awesome statement. Betsy and Cindy, same question. Do you, did you feel in any way more challenged or less accepted as a
3: woman president? I think it depends on who you're working with at the time. So I was the advantage of following Millie through, so we were known as the twins. (laughs) And occasionally, and even though we don't look alike, occasionally they would mix us up. It was quite fun. So we would answer each other's questions and things. So being paired together to one right after the other, I had the advantage of being the second one then. So three and four came together, so I had some advantage there. I do know there were some conversation by some older gentlemen who were kind of unsure of having a female in the role but so we'd invite them down sit in our board meetings and see how they were done and they realized that we could conduct a board meeting and have interaction and do things and i had no problem shutting down frivolous conversation no matter where it came from now this annoyed some of those who had frivolous conversation and i take them aside and explain to them that this was not their time you know to pontificate about things so so we worked it out and by the end of my term everybody came out okay wow
1: i guess all that shutting down took care of (laughs) (laughs) it.
3: being a mom with two teenagers helped yes yes it does cindy same question
4: so similar to how betsy answered hers it really depends upon who you're working with and um from a staff perspective and i came I was the third president after the affiliation, and so there was still some of that ironing out that needed to be accomplished uh, with the affiliation with the institutes. And so that wasn't completely as pressed as we would have liked. And so there were, I don't know if it's because I was a woman at the time or it was just because I was that third president and um, trying to get this all worked out. So there were some challenges along the way. In fact, Donna, you helped me out to get to the International Insurance Society meeting in London, I don't know if you recall that uh, meeting with the executive uh, committee. Um, we had the comment came up was it because she's a woman that you aren't saying that she can go to that and every past president that I was aware of had attended that meeting so short of that it was um it just had its own challenges of being in a leadership role in and in, in a culture that was going through some change, some, some big change. And we had a lot of the folks that had been around for quite a while who were concerned, and then those who were new that had no idea about the history, and they were, all right, let's go, let's make these changes happen. So really it was about the circumstances at the time. I'm not necessarily sure that I would phrase it because I was a woman.
1: Interesting. And for the benefit of those that are not CPCUs, can... Any or all of you just kind of speak to quickly, what really was the affiliation? What does that mean?
4: So the CPCU Society was in a position uh, financially where we were struggling a bit. And the institutes has a much stronger financial background. And um, the decision was made to affiliate with them because we would then have the powerhouse of their products, their staff, uh, their money (laughs) to help make our organization a stronger and better organization.
3: And everyone should realize that the institute actually owns the CPCU designation, and we are part of that already. So it was not an outside entity coming in. Right. We already had a a direct connection. Yes. 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 And
0: it's been interesting because people didn't understand the difference between the institutes and the society, so it actually made things a lot easier to explain. It
4: did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you did explain it, they're like, oh, well, that makes sense. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: Thank you for that. You know, um, it's interesting in that the U.S. Department of Agriculture established a Women in Ag Mentoring Network because they feel it's their responsibility to make sure that the next generation of women are educated, encouraged, and empowered to take on the challenges of meeting the world's growing food, fuel, and fiber needs. So, I mean, again, it's just truly in every area that there's a legacy of women charging forward. So, Sharon, what are you looking forward to
0: most in terms of serving the CPCU society? I see serving the society as a nice way of giving back. I am looking to these ladies here um, and feel that I have very large shoes to fill um, coming after them, but I know that I have the support here. I look at the industry um, moving forward. We have a lot of challenges in this industry, and our focus needs to be on helping everyone through those challenges, so um, giving back and encouraging and motivating people to help meet those challenges.
1: I agree with that so much, and we're all looking forward to what you're going to do. We know you're going to knock the socks off oh, it. thank you. <laughs> so Jill, can you give us a brief background on your life with State Farm? We all know about the famous she sheds at State Farm, <laughs> <laughs> but of course State Farm has an extremely strong farm and ranch program as well, so
2: mm-hmm. could you also talk with us briefly about that? Sure. So to give you a um, brief background on myself. so. Um, but first to say I'm very grateful that State Farm supports the CPCU Society definitely. and definitely education endeavors. So first and foremost, thank you to them. Thank um, you State Farm. <laughs> yeah, but been with State Farm 29 years, which is awesome. hard to believe already. Um, but you know, I started as a personal lines underwriter and I think it um, my career kind of aligns with the interest groups that we have with CPCU. So I did the underwriting and then I did do field work, which I'm not a farm girl, even though I grew up in Nebraska, so people say, oh, what, what kind of farm did your family do? <laughs> We're not all on farms in Nebraska, but I did do a lot of farm but work. But we are all Husker fans. But we sure. are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Um, but I also had the privilege of leading in our auto operations department, in public affairs, and in agency, um, and that, which led me to my current role. So that's a very brief background. So it's a little diverse, which I love that it touched so many of the interest groups, So, but going back to farm ranch, I think what's great about Farm Ranch State Farm does ensure farm ranch policies. Um, Most of our work is around the family farming operations, and we're available in 33 of the states. So eligibility, we really focus on um, grain, livestock, um, and basically farms that are rented out. So, but in addition to ensuring the farm ranch programs, we also ensure the farm vehicles and trailers for all of our farm customers in all of the states. Awesome. Well, you know, farming
1: and ranching are definitely chock full of unique exposures and risk management challenges. And (coughs) Army is definitely committed to continuing development and enhancement of resources that address that, I mean, that's for sure. So, for each of you, What impact do you feel you either had on the society, and in Sharon's case, would you like to leave on the CPCU society?
3: I guess I'm the oldest uh, president, past president. Mm. (coughs) Clarify that. Mature, that's it, okay. Seasoned. Thank you, Cindy, for bailing me out on that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, As far as an impact on the I'm the one from the West Coast so I always got to hide behind the Rocky Mountains on the other side and for the people to the east and we did a lot of conference calls and things like that so we developed a new way of communicating and in those days we didn't have a leadership council we had an executive committee um... so the executive committee met more often but when the whole board got together my board was very large um... it I had forty thirty-five forty people on that board Wow! and so uh, communications was limited to the leadership council, uh, the leadership summit, and to the annual meeting. So we met twice a year physically. The rest of the time we needed to meet together. So I instituted, and followed Millie. I shouldn't say I instituted. We followed Millie and other. But we did a lot of conference calls to get people on board to have more communication, because you can't meet twice a year and run an organization. Yeah. So our board were the governors too, so we did both. Um, what would be management of the society as well as management of the chapters. So it was a mixed board. After us, that's when they got some sensibility and split the division up to where you did both things. So, uh, we were a composite board doing a lot of stuff and had to meet more often. So I think what we did was develop a new communication style, um, and it, and it helped to do that. So that may have been something that helped us move along. Other than that, I think just going around and meeting chapters and working with all the chapters and having my door open to people and the phone open to people and the email open to people. So I talk to a lot of people around the country and around the world.
1: Wow. Thanks, Betsy.
4: So from my perspective, and just from a person who's listening uh, doesn't know who this is. This is Cindy Barraway. Sorry about that, because you don't know who the voice is. Um, So during my year as president, a couple of things I wanted to focus on. One was diversity. Uh, Marvin Kelly started that when he was president, and he was president in 2009 in Denver, which is where I'm from. And one of the things he started there was business casual for the meetings. He sure did, didn't he? He did. So (laughs) you may recall you had to bring so many suitcases because you had to have your suits, your evening gowns. Sometimes (laughs) the guys had tuxedos Mm -hmm. for the gala event for the last night. And we just said, we just don't travel like that anymore and, and our society's become more business casual, including most of our insurance carriers, the agents, the brokers. Uh, so that was one. It was the diversity and then trying to attract the younger generation and um, being as accessible as possible. I haven't been to a meeting in a few years and it's been very um, overwhelming for me and uplifting to have some people that haven't seen me in a while that came up to me and said, I remember when you said, and then they'll fill in the blank. Wow. And what a difference it made in um, their respective lives or their careers. And I, you know, you never know what you say and how that might impact somebody down the road. So for me to be back here this year it's fulfilling to to get that type of response from them. So diversity, the accessibility, and then again uh, the international aspect. We have so many. Um, I think what did we hear yesterday? Eighty-seven countries were represented in the number of new designees. That's absolutely amazing incredible. yes people are taking these exams in English and that is not their first language and so to pass them uh, successfully wow. is just yeah it's just simply amazing so the fact that we continue to grow uh, globally uh, is heartwarming to hear as well um, you know CPCU Society has done so much for me and I'm just happy to continue to give back as
2: mm-hmm. best I can thanks
1: Cindy and I'm one of the ones that said Cindy I'm so glad to see
4: you <laughs> yes
2: thanks Donna yeah so um, this is Joe McCook. So um, I'm going to follow you, Cindy. Um, I think where we started. So we're trying to continue the international good work. So I went over to um, both of their meetings this last year, and I think that was very impactful. They feel like they're part of the group. So it's the simplest things mm-hmm. and the power of one. And when I went over to those meetings, I took my daughter with me to oh. the first meeting, and I trying to role play power of one and then the second meeting I took our executive director Val Camiso with me. So I was trying to show that. So for that we're paying forward. Also trying to pay forward the good works that Troy Baldwin, the uh, immediate past president was passionate about. And we're also doing that with hands on New Orleans this year. So we want to continue that social responsibility. But for me, I think the the big change for me is I brought in the entire leadership council and the institute staff to Des Moines this last fall in November. And we brought in a strategic consultant to really set out the strategies for the next three to five years. So we spent a very painful week in a room. (laughs) And you all understand that. Strategy sessions are always
1: fun. It is,
2: and you know, it was the first time that we really got the leadership council together the year before the presidency and sat down And then I also challenged our staff with creating leadership message points Mm -hmm. so that we're all speaking the same thing. So it was really moving us forward together. We're all going with our mission, vision, these five strategies. And if it doesn't go under these strategies, it goes to a parking lot. And that parking lot is not built yet. It goes to the wish list. And I think we've been very intentional about doing that, about having those consistent message points. So our leadership council goes and speaks. They know what they're speaking about and they don't have to create you know, another speech. It's already created that for them. So I'm hoping through all of that. And then personally, I've been very transparent because we're going through a lot of change this year. And I've tried to bring myself into that and saying, would I want to know why, how? And so I've been um, very open about all of the changes and why we're doing that, and here's how we're moving forward. So please come along with us. Um, if you're not comfortable, keep asking questions until you are.
1: So important. That's awesome. Thanks for that, Jill. And let's hear from Sharon.
2: Well, you know,
0: it's, it's very nice to follow. Um, all of these powerful ladies and to continue on the things that are their legacies. So, you know, the diversity, the power of one, and the goodwill works of of Troy as well. And so it really is a nice legacy to continue on. I think that we have to look forward, and Jill has been... Uh, very impactful as far as taking us to that next move, to those strategy sessions, to our three to five-year plans. And we need to continue to do that. We need to continue to look toward the changes, changes that are going on in society, changes that are going on in the industry. And so my goal is just to continue to move us forward and meet the challenges of five generations in a workplace, Mm -hmm. um, the diversity and inclusion areas and I'm very fortunate to have the support and be able to help carry these forward.
1: Well, you can't have a better group. That's for sure. (laughs) I'm here to say you cannot have a better group. Well, Betsy and Cindy and Jill and Sharon, we really thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us today. I have really enjoyed this and I know that our Army audience will as well. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Find out more information on our free podcast at ermy.com under the My Ermy Online button.